Hey guys, look who's here. Yes, it's been a long weekend and yeah, there are quite few events but given the fact that we are here today, I thought I'd take an interesting topic. Hello all, I'm Satwik. Welcome back to season 1 of Poly Replay. Now before we go for our topic, I think as promised earlier, I'll be giving a shout out to majority of the people who sent me a screenshot of them listening to my podcast. Um in no particular order, it is Yasin, Rishab, Ram Mohan, Chef Chef Enjoy, Yaneshwar K, Neil Hirani, Aditya Drolia, Skanda Sundaresan, Vamsi Sunkarnam, Nikhil Guru, Lakshmi Santosh and yeah that's it the list ends there but those who didn't make make it to the list trust me i got 50 screenshots it was really hard for me to choose so yeah you can you can do it the next time when i announce a shout out for my listeners who are not connected with me on instagram my instagram id is on the on my anchor page or you can even note it down it is Siamala underscore Satwik, which is S Y A M A L A underscore S A T H V I K. So yeah, you can approach me there. You can keep in touch with me. See my stories. Maybe once I'll announce a shout out, you guys can come and yeah, let's do it. So today's topic, really interesting topic. I really liked researching about it. It is basically militarization of outer space. Is it the next frontier of battle? Now we know that we human beings, Homo sapiens. have been subjected to quite a lot of innovations since the industrial revolution and one of the most alluring and one of the most interesting innovations which i'll say is this unmeasured black expanse of glittering objects which we call space and from where we derive some of the most existential laws of physics for all the science students ep so yeah this is what we call space and space these days has been one of the one of the major scrutinized parts of science in this in this times space science has many branches we we know what are, what they are cosmology astrophysics thermonuclear radiology and yeah huge terms uh, which which even i don't know of maybe i know quantum mechanics a little but still never mind so space has quite been a really helpful notion for us as homo sapiens because Yeah, we were done exploring Earth. So what was left? Let's go out. Yes, that was a that was a little rude way of putting it, but yes, that's what they were, we were doing. We were like, let's explore where the Earth is, what covers the Earth, why it is covered by this, and yeah, it this the it started from a simple question, and it ended up ended up to such an extent that we are discussing we are discussing and the discovering black holes, planets, new stars, inhabitable Earth systems, and whatnot. But now. given the world dynamics and such an increase of technology there is a constant fear that this space can become the next ultimate battlefield the sea was done land is done air is assets done we have the army name and air force which have covered all that so what is left of course the next one left is space yes but you just cannot fight directly in space you know you have to you have to colonize it you have to militarize it you have to put your things there you have to you have to make sure it is colonized you need to have people you need to produce and all that so more of militarization is al- almost equivalent to space colonization 
and we are we are not here as such to discuss about science or exemplified versions of it we are here to discuss about the effects of this current world politics on space colonization and space militarization you accept it or not as a space loving science student and a war preventing diplomat my major fear is the exploration and the colonization part of the space science it's because in these days there's always a constant fear of a war or a conflict even for a small move or a miscommunication which in itself is a matter of which we must be quite petrified about in in consideration of the future of this planet so let's break this down step by step so the first time a, a space colonization began was with a small but a major eye popper for the united states because the first object to reach space wasn't the sputnik or because the definition of space is something above the karman line as discussed by some of the uh, one of the meetings so yeah the karman line is the very definition from where space starts so the first object to go into space in modern history and stay there for some time is sputnik i agree but the first object to ever cross this karman line or the imaginary line which divides the atmosphere and the earth is or was a nazi v2 rocket yes it was a german technology and the v2 incident though it was of less insignificant insignificance for allies britain and france it all already aroused an interest across the pond across the atlantic us noticed it the v2 was meant to be a vengeance weapon by nazi germany against allied targets with an uncanny reputation of causing immeasurable damage to london and paris because then we didn't have anti ballistics and all like, like what we are seeing now after the invasion of germany as we know in world war 2 usa and the soviet union they caught certain german scientists and usa initiated operation paperclip which was basically employing german scientists for the us space and ballistic program especially you all know dr werner von braun who was the founding father of nasa so this so called capture of german technology led to what we are seeing america and and the and russians fighting on today there are fights on intercontinental ballistic missiles and all but the major turning point or the stepping point is this nazi v2 technology had america or soviet union not got hands on it i doubt we would even have it but unfortunately since they got their hands on it we don't have an option so but the very fact that there the first talk about colonization came from the united states which of course was the first nation to put a human being on an planet or on an astronomical body now suddenly the americans are trying to do that again yes through artemis or through the space force as initiated by mr trump for some reason so why does usa have to do this from whom is usa trying to gain an upper hand off it's it's very simple since the cold war there have been only two superpowers who were fighting then it was the soviet union and the united states um we all know that in the resurgence of the red army or the soviet union's armed forces which were plundering through east germany and they got the v2s and under that they initiated operation also viakim but the americans they took it differently and they used it on ballistic ordnance as well as astronomical purposes the soviets considered how to bomb america america considered how to bomb soviet union as well as how to bomb soviet union from top so america worked on a dual purpose 
this dynamics of a usa ussr i call it the ballistic ballet has been distorted with two milestones both of which are accomplished by the ussr because the first launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile was done by the ussr and the first launch of an artificial man made object was made done by the ussr both through the r7 which we don't need to go into looking at such such uh, events america got panicked as such and they began their own space race and things went out of hand but now you might be like satvik why did you go into ballistic missiles from space colonization why i'm like see we have a beautiful earth with beautiful earth we have beautiful gravitational pull it's highly impossible to escape the outer space without placing enormous energy to lift off of our planet being a science student i know that it takes 11 meters per second to escape earth come on 11 meters per second even the fastest car cannot go that fast so we need a tremendous amount of energy to put it out and many scientists of course in the world rivalries tried to invent devices for the same but they couldn't the efforts of robert goddard however could not achieve the target of the american military it was able to reach up to an extent but no it didn't work this all changed with the v2 v2 reached the carmen line and it crossed it and it crossed it by a few kilometers but it did reach it a point where nobody was able to that fascination caught america and now we know what's happened the question went from building up with the subsequent technology for rockets and ballistics from planetary probes to humans in space and ultimate and ultimately we know the pinnacle is of course the temporary moon landings accomplished by usa and it is all it is almost necessient to say that it is quite obvious why usa didn't go back they didn't want another space race because had the usa placed another of their teams on moon after 1972 even russia would have done that and believe it or not it's not russia anymore it's china china can do that anytime they were able to send a rover to the dark side of the moon imagine what can they do so the question goes like this since we have increased the range of the ballistics converted them into space rockets with highly increased range efficient fuels placed men on moon so can we use it to set up a human colony on some planet yes it sounds very exciting i know you guys are very excited no i say no it would be an utmost opportunity for me to say yes but given the current world politics i'll say no even if we have the technology it's no even if we want to unlock the secret of cosmos as the scientists say i'll still say no i feel the world at this current point of time is not ready for setting up a human colony even though we have the technology this is a very eerie stance for a science student but again i'll give you my reasons see i i am assuming the fact that the technology has become advanced and we have technology like energy life support radiation protection and space manufacturing psychological adjustment space economy and i'm assuming that these answers which i'll be giving are in keeping in mind these things like it's all of these have been covered so i will tell you why on a legal and basic or a basic commodification is not possible of space you cannot make a space into a commodity why while we were sitting on sofas and watching what the americans and the soviets were doing regarding space the un was gearing up its boots st- to stop it right about rightly what it had imagined about then took place the general assembly resolutions 1721 and 1802 which you guys don't need 
it is called the international cooperation in peaceful use of outer space of course it's a it's a farce and it was unanimously voted by unga and this led to the setup of copuos committee on the peaceful uses of outer space it has five subcommittees of course they exist for the sake of it and they're not actually that effective you can find it on any google google search none of these treaties which are there or none of the sub treaties are called have ever been bequeathed or they're not followed they're not given their importance and they have many loopholes i'll give you an example india tested its anti satellite weapon correct it was tested like earlier in 2019 i suppose it was a clear violation of the 1972 convention on international liability for da- damage caused by space objects which is called a liability convention was it ever reported no nobody gave a damn about it i doubt they even remember such a convention existed so yeah the very basic rhetoric lies in the outer space treaty meaning the very fact that usa was able to set up a space force that talks about colonization of space is because of the outer space treaty the outer space treaty is although technically legally binding it's not practically enforceable i'll give you an example the outer space treaty has a clause saying that no country can lay claim on any part of any celestial body in space however it does not bar individuals from effectively exploiting and exploring resources meaning countries are barred from it but what if an individual in a country has enough resources to do that they are not barred from it and this loophole was further exploited by the usa itself in the space act of 2015 passed by the congress which mandates for uh, individuals to be encouraged for the same they are basically encouraging them which obviously is is a farce like why would you want individuals to do that individuals is just a stand for the united states government to actually set up its own colony like i won't be surprised if elon musk sets up a colony on mars and suddenly i see us space forces do, doing their stuff there i won't be surprised not at all and the major problem or the final cusp of this entire mess of space colonization and militarization is governmental policies see space law um uh, me i'm an advocate for it is in its baby steps it's not become that progressive it's t- it'll take its own time see usa launched space force as an independent military arm which would they say govern the safety and security of satellites astronauts and other space objects of course this is a complete complete nonsense it is well known fact that the usa has more satellites than any other nation on earth and given that they exploit the loopholes of space treaties it is a situation of ambiguity whether the united states has weapons of mass destruction loaded on the satellites and what if the space force was created to manage them and prevent them from falling into wrong hands given the resurgence of a new chinese superpower and what they call peaceful space peaceful space exploration another chinese joke which we are supposed to laugh at given that china has been accused and has been has clear evidence that it had used lasers in space to blind and disrupt some of its own satellites see the major point why china is doing this like why is china blinding its own satellites is to just show us that we won't do it but if we are given the chance we will definitely do it is this pointing out to us that do it you better be careful and there are many geopolitical economic and social reasons and governmental policy evolution is one of the major reasons why i say no to space colonization and militarization who america is as such looking to do that we have lockheed martin we have raytheon now we have spacex they're all trying to call nice space because 
there are so many resources in space and if they are able to exploit it easily and they are transported to earth you just cannot imagine how much of power to or how much of development can be done and since it has its own advantages the militarization is not a really good option at this point of time because you keep a weapon in space you use it it will have its own consequences if not on the planet on the people and we don't want to flare a third world war right so yeah a space military is something which is which is not unimaginable i'll say but given the increase increment in technology in the current times and with countries like united states trying to you know barge into sovereignty of other countries through space it has become major talking point of the issue and i think i've covered majority of it some of you have asked the artemis mission and yeah artemis mission also can be considered as a space militarization program i mean see you are sending people on people from earth to moon right you'll set up what a colonial outpost a landing a landing and a take off spot maybe a research station yes why not why would you put a weapons research specialist on artemis like why would you there have been unconfirmed reports of one of one or two of the astronauts being weapon specialist meaning they are being sent to research how to put a weapon on the moon or in space for that matter and this is not the only incident russia is working currently on the on the mig 41 which can fly in space and literally kill anything which is in space it can reach the karman line it can cross the karman line it can use its lasers and missiles and they're still working on it this militarization is not good for the planet we have had enough wars we have had world war 1 we have world war 2 after that also we had so many wars so many conflicts i think the world has seen enough death and bloodshed to actually make space another frontier and given the fact that we know how it started since i told from v2 till the extent of artemis and way further with the falcon and other such reusable uh, reusable um, reusable space exploration vehicles i think it's very safe to say that we should not militarize space in the un and other such countries should come up with better ways to actually counter this threat space is for everyone it's not only for one country space is the basic point where the laws of physics occur where the where the science called physics is spotted we have to exploit the knowledge from it not how exploit it to destroy other countries or cause harm in other countries you have to send you have to get gain knowledge not gain destruction or the ways of destruction through it so yeah i hope from this podcast you actually learned how things have just picked up pace regarding space and yeah i being a budding aerospace engineer i i think i know little aerodynamics about it never mind so yeah i think i have covered enough i don't want to bore my audience and yeah for those who want to get touch in with me you can actually get take my instagram id I, again i'll repeat it's s y a m a l a underscore s a t h v i k just put it on instagram search or if it's too big for you go to the anchor website search for my po- podcast and in that there's an instagram link you can press it on it you'll find my account i'll i'll let you know about my shout outs and anything as such regarding episodes through it and hope you like this episode and i have covered a lot of information i don't know how the response will be but i hope it will be a positive one and if possible let's say no to space colonization and militarization let's say yes to research of space and all those budding space scientists and aerospace engineers out there 
do listen up and yeah let's use space for everyone man come on let's go and break some eggs guys bye bye see you until the next episode which is on next friday which is the 15th of may yes thank you bye bye